Welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And in this podcast, we take topics from both health and fitness, as well as the business side of things. We run two businesses, SD Evolution and Fit Coach Pro, and have a pretty unique perspective because we've had a lot of success, but we are not quite at the top of the food chain yet. Our mission is to help break down these topics so you can learn in an easy to digest manner and apply them into your daily life. In this episode, we are going to be discussing the things you can be focusing on, the activities you can be pursuing, and the things you can be doing in life outside of fat loss. But first, returning listeners, you know the deal. If you have been listening along, enjoying the episodes, and have not left your view to this point, please hit pause, jump over to wherever you are, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you need to do. Leave a quick five-star review. If it is any less than five stars, get out of here. What are you doing? Why are you still listening? Don't put that negative energy out. Why are you still still listening? (laughs) But no, seriously, we do read every single one that comes through and we seriously appreciate you guys taking time to write just such kind things and taking the time out of your day. It really just puts a smile on our face every time we read through them and, you know, know that you're listening and taking in this information. It just truly, it's why we're here. So thank you. It's a free podcast that motivates us to keep going. It's very inspiring to see that you guys are inspired in certain areas. So that's the quick plug on leaving a review. Let's dive in. So this may have come about from Sir David Goggins, I guess, inspiring me a little bit. I blasted through a couple of his books, or his his only two books, I think. Um, just a super badass dude, very tough. If you guys have not read those or have no idea who he is, he's a good follow, he's a good read. Um, just kind of the uh, don't set excuses for yourself type of dude. He's, he's been through the lows in life and overcome them to do some pretty fantastic things. Um, ended up doing, he's... He was a Navy SEAL, um, did some other things in the military, but probably very well known or most well known for the ultra endurance events that he's done. Uh, endurance is not something that excites me at all, uh, but his badassery certainly was. Um, so this past what, two weeks ago, signed back up for Tough Mudder. Did you officially sign up? Yeah. You did? I signed up the crew. So how many people are doing it? Uh, four. There were five. One just broke his leg. So we're down to four. That's a valid excuse to not run Tough Mudder. And I had to drag the other three into this as well. A lot of uh, a lot of pep talks to get back into this. I did this one, my not this one, but a similar one, uh, my junior year of college on a busted ankle. And it was Probably atrocious. wouldn't recommend that either. No. It was very <laughs> fun though. It's just one of those things that you want to push yourself and grind it out. They're usually like 10 to 12 miles, 30 plus obstacles, and it's... It's endurance, but you're motivated to get to the next fun obstacle. And it's so. a lot of it's a lot of team building, right? Like you need a team to do camaraderie. it. Camaraderie. You don't need a team. Um, oh. It's a lot of camaraderie. Like there's people who will wait at obstacles to help you up, and you know, pull a few people up over to certain things, and then uh, they move on, and you take their spots, helping the next group kind of come through. So it's it's fun. It's tough. It's challenging. It is technically a race, um, but a whole bunch of team building, camaraderie stuff built into it. So. We'll talk about that. We'll dive into some different things, but I just, we just wanted to hop on this podcast and kind of remind everybody that there's a whole lot more to this lifestyle and this journey than trying to gain muscle and lose fat and... Or just change how your body looks in some way. I think it's still such a common thing that most people want, most of our clients want, which is fair. And we're not saying you can't have body composition goals, but... 
there's, it shouldn't be the end all be all. No, and there's so much more. There's so there are so many more benefits to exercise and to doing things like a tough mutter or doing just other types of fitness activities or events that really can just impact your entire life. And it doesn't just have to be okay. I'm going to the gym today because it's helping me lose weight or I'm going the only reason why I'm going to work out is because I know it will give me the body that I want and this all starts with your why I think which we've touched on in many episodes but you have to really do some inner digging and figure out why you're doing what you're doing in the first place why are you hiring a coach why are you going to the gym why are you running why are you lifting you know what is that inner dialogue telling you and it's going to be deeper than weight loss or fat loss or you know putting on muscle mass for people that's not a why um so why don't we go into our current whys personally well i have really not written off cardio but i have not been as invested in cardio as i should be probably since i stopped playing sports um I really didn't get back into it until I had my weird heart thing when I was trying uh, peptides and testosterone. Had that little heartbeat malfunction. Um, but I knew this is something that I've, I've needed to get back into the routine. But given how much we do, you know, running some businesses and training regularly, still training six days a week, um, it's about prioritizing what you need to do. What are, what are your highest level priorities? What are you doing every single day? And cardio just kind of dropped off. I got some cardio through lifting. That was the real extent of it, although it was not as optimal as I needed it to be. So understanding that, really focusing on longevity over the last year or two, uh, making that transition and getting energy back. So when I'm doing things cardiovascular wise, I know I have more energy. I know that I'm performing better in those lifting sessions anyway. So it's just been about time management. Um, and I kind of stopped making that excuse. I'm training two or three times a day certain days throughout the week. And it's not like I'm going balls to the walls 100% through all of those and training six hours a day. But there is some level of training happening two to three times a day, a lot of days. Um, when I'm in my normal routine, I just finished up this kill phase for uh, the gut stuff, which I'm not going to dive into here. But everything kind of took a backseat during that just to focus on recovery. Um, but at my peak, I'm lifting five or six days a week. I'm running five probably five days a week. And then I was doing uh, boxing and jujitsu three to five days per week. And I felt pretty good doing that when I was actually recovering. Um, so getting back to that, getting back to the athlete, that's how I've always felt my best and sharpened myself mentally. So it's not just about feeling my best physically, but feeling my best mentally as well. I know that's that's when I'm thriving is when I'm, I'm doing these athletic things and competing in some way, shape or form. So that was really where my wife started. And then the Tough Mudder was just a fun thing to kind of do with friends. So we'll, we'll kind of dive into that in a minute with a couple other things. But that was my why. Yeah, mine right now, obviously, I'm growing a human in my body, um, which is pretty cool. So, you know, my why, it, it's not to exercise to look a certain way by any means. And I think this is something a lot of people struggle with when it comes to pregnancy is that, you know, they've been so tied to weight loss or fat loss or only exercising because it results in a certain physique that when they get pregnant, it's then like, well, I don't have really any reason to keep going right now, which is kind of backwards because we know that exercise during preg pregnancy is super important for both mom and baby. There's been 
um, positive outcomes to the fetus as well. So, you know, my why is just obviously staying healthy for myself throughout this pregnancy, but also it makes me feel really good. Like the days where I don't work out and, you know, for a lot of the first trimester when you're just so tired and exhausted and you know that phase is going to be temporary, but when the days I chose a nap over a workout, I just felt even more crappy. So I think, you know, for me, it's obviously training for the biggest fitness event of my life currently, which is going to be labor. Like that there's nothing more intense than labor and delivery. And my hope is to have a VBAC this time. So we will see. Um, but I will dive into that in another episode maybe. Um, but you know, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing right now, lifting, continuing to run as long as it feels good. Um, just really focusing on cardio this pregnancy. It's something I didn't, I didn't do prescribed cardio, uh, with my pregnancy with Kai. I was lifting a lot. Um, and I would go for like my daily walks, but I don't count that as cardio. So this time I'm doing at least three days per week of, uh, you know, moderate, low to moderate intensity cardio. Um, and it feels really good. So I think this is a good segue into reminding you and to kind of starting the conversation for you and giving you some ideas of what you can do for exercise aside from just doing it to look a certain way. Um, but maybe, maybe before we get there, let's dive into just the benefits of exercise and you know all of that aside from fat loss because I think people are still just they don't know or they're just confused about it well even just before that this process and this journey and this lifestyle should be fun so when we get stuck in the grind of constantly worrying about body composition constantly being on a diet for a specific goal it can truly burn you out motivation is dwindling so that's why we always talk about not relying on motivation mm-hmm. But at the same time, if there are other things going on that you want to do that are fun and you're, you know, you're living your life, you're utilizing this process, this consumption of healthy foods, this, you know, uh, consistent regimen in the gym or whatever training that you're doing to go do fun things and feel good while you're doing them. It's a lot more reinforcing. I don't want to say that it's an additional source of motivation, though it is. It's just more reinforcing because you are already reaping the fruits of your labor by being able to live life to your fullest. So that's another thing to kind of keep in mind. We may get stuck in these ruts, especially when life is busy. We're just focusing on doing what we need to do and grinding through it and focusing on body composition. We're doing this to be healthy. We're doing this to look good. But you should also be doing this to get the most out of your life. And we forget that. And you know, I think we all do. It's something we overlook pretty often when we're not going out to do something with our friends or we're not, you know, we live in a colder climate, so we're not outside very often. We're not hiking, we're not walking, we're not running, we're not doing these things in nature. Kind of using this episode as a, a launching pad into that reminder and getting yourself out doing those things again because they're fun and that's what life's about. It's not about the nine to five grind five or six days a week. We forget to live. Yeah, I agree. I think we just have it so backwards still as a as a society, as far as exercise and taking care of yourself. And, you know, we get sucked into our phones, we get sucked into Netflix, we get sucked into just chilling and relaxing on the couch that, you know, exercise becomes this extra task that just feels daunting to a lot of people. Um, And until you're doing it for the right reasons for yourself, and until you feel that enjoyment in some sense, it's going to feel daunting. So, 
I think it is important to find a method of exercise that you enjoy and that you align with. And then obviously we know that there are also guidelines and recommendations too, as far as, you know, everybody should be lifting two to four times per week. Um, you know, muscle declines as we're getting older. That is something that we are doing or should be doing for our health. Everybody should be committing to 150 minutes of moderate cardio exercise weekly. Um, most people are not. These are just things that have been proven to benefit our overall health. And while yes, it can sometimes feel daunting to place a guideline on it or you know be chasing after a certain amount of days per week or minutes per week, how can you fa- how can you fill that time with methods that are the most enjoyable to you? Um, so that's just something for you guys to sit with today. Obviously, you know, we talk about the recommendations all the time. We have our clients, you know, our clients range from two days per week of strength to maybe there's a couple at six, but mostly, you know, most of them are at four to five. Um, There's no one right way and you have to figure out what's going to be best for this phase. And there's no one right way that you're going to have to be stuck with forever. Your life is constantly changing. Your schedule is constantly changing. So learning how to adapt it to fit your constantly changing life is also important. So quick hitters, we're not going to get all sciencey in this episode, but quick hitters on the benefits of exercise, better sleep. When you're moving throughout the day, you tend to sleep better at night and subplot regulating your circadian rhythm so if you're getting up you're getting that morning sunlight that morning movement some type of exercise potentially um, then you start eating throughout the day and you're stopping eating a couple hours three hours four hours before bed you're just regulating your circadian rhythm so doing things as your body was made to do at the times it was made to do them obviously improvements in body composition um, so fighting off things like disease um, diabetes obviously improving insulin resistance improved biofeedback so recovery levels obviously improve as you get back into training. That's why your first couple of weeks are atrociously sore and then your body adapts to those things. You're improving your longevity as far as overall health. Um, again, not gonna get into the nitty gritty of the science, but you're obviously impacting your health positively for the longer term. A body in motion stays in motion to kind Andrew, of keep it super simple. Sorry, I cut you off. And you're improving your mood. Like it mood. exercise is like the number one thing that if I'm in a crappy mood and I go move my body in some way, I'm typically not in a crappy mood after that. Absolutely. Immune function, another huge component here. So those who are continuing to work out and move their bodies later in life, this isn't a vanity thing, but those are the ones who typically have, again, better biofeedback the most energy levels, the best moods, because they're not sick all the time. They recover very well. They're not always injured and you know achy and yada, yada, yada. You move your body, you lift, you, move, you run, great things are going to happen. I was going to make a shirt. I forgot what it was. Uh, lift hard. No, lift heavy, run hard. No, what the hell was it? Lift heavy, run far, punch hard, love harder. So factoring in like compassion and meditation within that. I might still make the shirt, but I couldn't find something that I could do custom enough that had the vision and putting it on the shirt. I like it. So does that give me permission to punch you hard as long as I love you after? It's boxing. (laughs) Lift heavy, run far, punch hard, love harder. Yep, that's what it was. When you solidify it, we will, you guys will be the first to know. But yeah, there's, there are, there are infinite 
benefits to exercise and even just when it comes to your joints and your bones and just being able to move and get down on the floor and play with your future grandkids and you know not be somebody who has to be sitting on the sidelines for the end half of their life make love until you're 97 that starts now and that you are able to do that by doing the things that you are doing now so just keep that in the back of your mind um but let's Now bounce through just some ideas for people as far as, you know, having fitness goals that don't necessarily require fat loss. Um, So different types of events and what those things typically entail. So we'll start off with what I mentioned first, uh, Tough Mudder, something that I think it was just coming up when I was in college. I think it was relatively new. And it doesn't have to be... The Tough Mudder specifically. There are so many different. There's some Spartan Race. Spartan Race. Um, what's the name? Warrior, Warrior Dash. No, what's the, uh, the one that Rugged we did. Maniac. Rugged Maniac. There's a lot of little ones out there. Obstacle course races. Just Google it. And they also now have broken down Tough Mudder into 3Ks and 5Ks. So shorter versions of that. Yeah, you don't have to run a, a 12 mile race right off the bat. So basically that's endurance with some fun obstacles. So you're basically doing a hike depending on where it is. If it's in a city, I think they'll, they'll do them at like a stadium. So obviously that's going to be flat. Um, but if you're in a more isolated area, if you've got some mountains, that's typically where they do them. So cardio plus some fun, uh, some fun events to work through during that. So that is something that you can kind of focus on all around training with. Obviously you need strength, you need endurance, and then bring a couple buddies and make it a team event. That's your personal fave right now. So obviously, if you've been following me for a while, you know that powerlifting was my jam. And I still... Powerlifting community is amazing. It's so supportive. It's really fun to get strong and to just be included in a powerlifting meet day. Josh might disagree. (laughs) It's a very long day for a spectator, but um, it's super fun. You're basically just testing your one rep max of the squat the bench and the deadlift and there are certain rules that you have to abide by um but it was honestly just the most empowering thing i've ever done um and i probably will compete again one day after babies um but i think that it's it's something for everybody you don't have to go into it you know wanting to break records or ready to break records there's been women who have been 75 plus doing it there's been total newbies to lifting who train for one and then just do a meet it's about you know being stronger than you were when you started so um that's definitely something that i think a lot of people would have fun with and benefit from recreational sports i'm sure there are rec leagues adult rec leagues wherever you are baseball basketball flag football and then even into something like boxing or jujitsu or karate or something along those lines, a martial art where you're training a skill. So you're getting a killer workout, but you're also refining a specific skill. And then seeing those skills develop is, is a very cool thing. So again, kind of expanding it out. What are you training for? Giving yourself some fun options with that. Another personal fave of mine is hiking. We mentioned this a little bit already, but again, something that anybody could do. It's usually free. Um, You can go to a local trail. You can go drive a couple hours to a bigger mountain. But it's just being outside, hiking up a mountain, sitting on the top of the mountain, having a snack, coming back down. It's just a really rewarding feeling. And it's obviously hitting a lot of the benefits of 
being out in nature in you know your mindful minutes um, getting your steps in it's an it can be very challenging depending on the type of mountain that you're climbing but it's something that we truly love to do and have done through all phases of our journey and that's a fun one to put lists together as far as where you'd like to travel to the ones you'd like to hike uh, around here everyone tries to do, do the uh, the 4,000 footers I think there's 42 and I think a lot of people try to do those in the summer so they'll they'll plan like a three-month whatever banging out as many of those as they can so another good one you also have your standard races your 5ks your 10ks your half marathons your full marathons so for those who prefer the endurance side of things and they just enjoy a good run uh, this is something to stretch it out to and and be again in that community of people who are also enjoying similar interests and if you're super hardcore you can go do an iron man <laughs> i'm a terrible swimmer um i would like to do one one day just to say that i did it but bike swim run and there's different there's varying like lengths again as far as distance that you're going but i think what's the traditional iron man do you even know i think it's like a full marathon running I don't know if it's a full marathon. It's not a full marathon? I don't know. We'll have to Google that. that. But um, obviously not something we have experience with, but people love them. And they're they're intense. So if you're listening and you're more of the intense type and you want to just go for it, I think that's an amazing thing to train for. So there are our point here is that there are many options out there as far as training for something fitness-wise. And you don't have to limit yourself to just sweating it out at the gym to lose weight um find something that you enjoy and maybe if you've been doing the same thing for a while your lifting is in a solid place and you feel consistent maybe you add in something else um just for fun because why not but anything else you wanted to say no this is just your reminder this episode is your reminder to go live your life and take advantage of the fruits of your labor don't spend all this time in the gym and you know eating healthy to just do it and get by and feel a little bit better Obviously, those are the, the core points. We want to be here forever and we want to feel really good while we're doing it. But we need to enjoy the time that we're actually here in our prime living life. So don't glaze over that. So this was the reminder you needed. Write something down you wanted to do this weekend or this weekend. Just investigate that bigger thing that you would like to do. Look into those things right now. So utilize your body to the fullest. Enjoy your life to the fullest. And we'll catch you in the next one. Where can they find you? I'm at Alessandra Skutnik. I'm at Josh Skutnik. Everything else is linked in the show notes.